And that's that's the NIV version of the Bible. We're going to read it from King James Version as well. It says, Except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. They build it, except the Lord keep the city. The watchman waketh, but in vain. It is in vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. Amen. 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 Thank God for his word on today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if I titled it, I titled it Rest, but these two scriptures really had so much in it for me that I was just like, okay, Lord, just give me something. Sadly, but that's what I really said because I couldn't, it was just so much in it. But as I began to study, I wanted to identify how much do we actually put into working uh, each day. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average man works about 8.4 hours a day, and the average woman works about 7.8 hours of a day. That does not include the work that you do afterward. That does not include taking care of your home or starting up a new business outside of your occupation that you already have. So I began to think about this and I literally could identify, I could identify with the statistics that that I found. I then began to think about all of the jobs that I have had. I started working at the age of 15 years old like a lot of a lot of us have. We start working at an early age. And I looked at all the areas that I have worked in, all the areas that I trained. I said, man, I started working at 15, so I worked at fast food. I only did it for a week. But <laughs> so I worked at fast food. I worked at Circuit City. I've worked at Albany State. I've been a program manager, a director. So I've gained skills from learning how to build a computer to rocking a baby. Like, it's broad. But I began to look at this and I began to think about how much work have I done and it's been in vain? How much work have I put in for other people and it had nothing to do with the work of the Lord? Yeah, I I began to, to spend time thinking about if I calculate up some of those hours, it's a lot of other things that I could have been done if I had stayed in his will or been in his will or identified that the work that I was doing was actually in vain. Yeah, so um, in this particular chapter, it says, I began to, so as I began to read this particular chapter, I began to think about within the last month, though, I have been receiving some of the best rest that I have had in a long time. Yes, I woke up yesterday morning as I was laying in the bed. I, the first thing that I heard was rest. And I'm like, you know what? I do feel good. Like, I, I've been waking up the last couple weeks just, I'm, I'm restful. I, it's not just sleep that I'm getting, but I'm restful. I'm not waking up tired. I could go on by my day. I have peace. Like, it's just full of rest. All right? So I began to think about that in the last month. But I'm not just receiving sleep, but I'm receiving True rest. When we rest well, is identified as a state of contentment. 
We know that Paul tells us in the Bible, he tells us in all things we should be content, whether we are base or whether we are bound, whether we high, whether we low, whether we in season or out of season, whether we in a situation or we out of situation, whatever it is that we in, we should be able to be content in those things. Yeah, but the only way that we can be content in those things is if we are able to rest in Jesus Christ. He also goes on to tell us, he also goes on to tell us, in the book of Philippians about the peace which surpasses all understanding. The only way that we can have this peace where there's trouble or when we're in situations that we don't know how we got in or how we're going to get out is by us allowing us to have this rest. And this rest comes by us not doing those things that are not in vain. But it comes by simply being in the will of God. Yeah, we look at this scripture and it tells us It says that unless the Lord builds the house, the builders, they labor in vain. And this reminded me of Genesis, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 9, where uh, the Tower of Babel was being built. And they was building this city. Verse 4 goes on to tell us, they says that they come, they said, come and let's build this city for ourselves. Never considering what it was that the Lord wanted, but they did it for themselves. And I'm here to tell you today that anything that you do and you're doing it at your own might, at your own strength, for your own self, and for your own glory, then it's not going to work. It's being done in vain. Amen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's being done in vain. I was thinking about when I was reading this and I was studying, I thought about Bible study on Wednesday night. Plug, come on Wednesday night. <laughs> thought about Bible study on Wednesday night where uh, Brother Trez asked the question. He said, well, it was something to this, and I can't remember verbatim, but he said, if two unbelievers are together, they still could be successful, can't they? And it's, what is success? But it's defined by the world standard of success. But if it's not blessed by God, then it's in vain. Anything that you do that does not have God's step of approval on it, it's done in vain. Yeah, so I began to think about that. You're doing this in vain. If you're not going, to, I, I wrote this in my notes. I said, God, if you're not going to bless it, don't even let me do it. If you're not going to bless it, don't even let me thank it. If you're not going to bless it, God, don't even let it cross my path. Put some in the way, God, because I only want to do what it is that you're going to bless so that it will not be in vain. Amen. Yeah, Lord, don't don't let me do it. Whatever God wants me to do, that's what it is that we shall be doing. See, success, it depends on God. It's not based off our own merit, our own works, or our own hands. Yeah, the things you need, they are not dependent on you and your work and your toiling from sunup to sundown. It's dependent solely on God's provision. The Bible tells us that He shall, not he might, but he shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Yes, that's what the Bible tells us. So we have to understand that when we rest in him, God is still working on our behalf. Yeah, we must remember that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Nothing down here belongs to me anyway, so I'm going to go to the one that has it, the one that owns it, the one who has created it anyway. All the work that we do, we work from sun up to sun down. You sit and you look at certain people, they get sick from doing this and doing that, and it's not even the work of the Lord. 
It's just things that we do because we're doing it for our own glory. For, for the hand clap and the approval of people that don't even really like it. <laughs> yeah, we must remember that the safest place is in his will and we must rest in him. As we go to verse 2, King Solomon tells us it's useless to rise early and working and, and worry about working. He tells us the working of our fingers to the bone with toiling for the bread of sorrows. He said, don't you know he gives rest to those that he loves? One version, one version says that he even gives, he says that he gives sleep to those that he loves. Now listen to this. What a loving, like what, what a lovely truth to realize that the Lord is not only the author of that beloved sleep and rest that we receive that refreshes us daily, but he gives gifts to his beloved ones, even while they're resting. And so that's the reason why we can, that's the reason why our pastor can go on vacation and ministry still get done. Or, or we can, we can rest and things that God wants to get done still going to get done because he's working on our behalf even when we are still. Even when we, we don't know how it's going to get done, but because he loves us, he can continue ministry forth. You can go and build a community. You can build up your house. You can build up a ministry. But if it's not done with God's step of approval or for his glory, then it's not going to be successful at all. Amen. Yes. So it's, it's God's grace provides us with rest. And it's rejuvenating, it's refreshing, it's revitalizing, it's restorative, the qualities which benefits our spirit, soul, and body. But also when his children are resting, his gifts and graces continue to flow from him to us. It's a constant. That's why when you're in certain situations, you can just sit still and he's still working on your behalf. He's still moving on your behalf. A lot of times we do a lot of moving. A lot we have a lot of action going on and no movement because we're doing things just out of vain, just doing it, just to be doing stuff. We're just doing, we're just moving, just to be moving. But we don't really have the motive as God. He should be our top priority in every in each situation. The next time you go to the grocery store, consider God. The next time you go to sleep, like consider God. The next business plan that you have, consider God. Every single thing that you do, he should be the first that you consider and contact when you're doing it. We have to learn to rest in him. And this means uh, that we don't have to worry if our hands, we don't have to worry if our hands are at the plow or not when it's a season of rest for us. Because he's going to continue to do what it is that he's doing. See, for those that are saved by grace through faith and his redemptive work, the Lord gives and continues to give innumerable benefits. But without faith, it is impossible for his children to please him. How futile, therefore, to stress about getting up early and striving to work late in the night in order to supply what we need according to what we do. I don't know about y'all, but I can't do anything I, without the Lord, all things are possible through him. And with my strength, it's impossible to fulfill what it is that he needs us to fulfill. 
With my strength, I may give up sometimes. With my strength, I may turn my back on someone. With my strength, I may throw in the towel and say that I'm done. But with him, all things are possible. Through him, because of his strength, it's been times when I've been weak and he's carried me on. It's been times when I didn't know how to get through, but he kept kept me going. So through me, what do I look like depending on me? I can't depend on me. Sometimes I'm fickle. I may be up and I may be down because, but but with God, all things, He can do all things. When God has promised to supply our needs according to His riches and glory, and to bestow His grace on His beloved children, even when we are resting, that was good to me. Even while I'm sitting down, even while I'm not toiling. Even while my mind is at rest, God is still working. He's never, he never stops working. And so I began to look at the scripture and I began to go a tad bit further with this theology. I thought about the rest that we receive in this world from him. The sleep that we'll receive at death, just as Christ did, only to rest for the labors and toiling here to ultimately receive the everlasting rest when we get to the King of Kings, when we get to the Lord of Lords. We work in sun of the sun now, all of this stuff is going to fade away. We should be storing up those things from heavenly places, those principles and those teachings that it is that the Lord is trying to give to us so that we may go forth in his vineyard. He said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, not to kill kingdom come, not her will be done. So what it is that we do, we need to rest only in him. When you tired, sit down and rest, but consult him first. Because a lot of times we, we say we're tired, but we're really not tired. We're really being lazy. If we just being honest. So as I as I close today, because I didn't want to be before you long, I just ask today that you just think about it. Consider him. Remember when you're working, what it is that you're doing, are you doing it in vain? Is it really giving him the glory? Is it really what it is that he needs you to do? If not, reconsider. Reconsider what it is that you're doing. Because you can build a building, but if the building is not for God's glory and kingdom, then it can be in vain. We thank Jesus for toiling on our behalf and laboring for us so that we may rest in him. So that we may understand that when that surely day must come, We'll have everlasting rest with the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to give another hand. Hallelujah. I can do better than that. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I thank God for for rest on today. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Thank God for rest on today. Um, I want to say in Ecclesiastes, Solomon calls all of this vanity. He says vanity, vanity, vanity. It's all vanity. Amen. And um, 
been in communication with minister throughout the week, just not knowing whether I was going to speak or not. And I didn't tell her till she walked in. I, I just told her last night, I said it's 50-50. Um, but I just thank God for being able to sit down, receive the word. I hope and I pray that y'all were listening to what she was saying. Amen. And anything that you do that is not built on the Lord will not last. It's vanity. It will not last. And without preaching another sermon, I'm just going to drop this off on, on y'all. The question that I have in mind, and I think it ties right in to hurry, is I, I want you all to go home tonight, and I want y'all to consider what sin is. I want you to go home and consider what sin is. Because the world will have you thinking, oh, you can do that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You're just having fun. Everybody doing it, right? It's vanity. It's vanity. I want to say in her sermon, she said, even when you get ready to take a rest, even when you get ready to take a vacation, even when you get ready to take a break, you better ask the Lord, Lord, is this what you want me to do right now? Because on my vacation, I'm watching it, and it felt good to, it felt good to do nothing. But I knew I was coming back to something. Some of the people I was looking at, I was, I was wondering, I'm like, Lord, Lord, what they, what are they coming back to? Or is this just their life? Right? Spent the whole time getting drunk and doing whatever. But unless the Lord be in the house, unless the Lord do it, it's in vain. Amen. 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 Um, I know she thought she was out, but I ain't about to do no altar call. She about to do altar call. Amen. I'm resting. <laughs> Amen. So just go, come on and just set your mind and your heart on the Lord. If there's anybody that would love to give their life to the Lord on the day.